Hey, John, it was Shohei Otani Day (laughs) yesterday. Man, what an incredible pitching performance from our ace of the staff, Shohei Otani. And we're going to talk all about it because, well, that's what Angel fans do. That's right. right. And and since the Angels are coming home, coming home, tell the world they're coming home, John and I are going to give you all our thoughts on where the best seat in the house actually is at Angel Stadium. Mm -hmm. Plus... Our keys to a winning weekend series against the Nats. And we know that the Angels listen, and so they're going to have to listen to our third (laughs) segment because this is going to help them win. You're Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. And if you're listening on the audio side, you can rate and review the pod and please share it because we want people to join in on this conversation. And if you're watching on the video side, you can subscribe and click the bell to be notified every time a new episode hits. What's going on? Thank you for joining us for this edition of Locked On Angels. You got the Frisch Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike and that's my brother John. We're coming back to Anaheim, winning four out of the seven games on this road trip. Unreal. That was uh, not an easy road trip for our Halos. But man, I got to watch the early game this morning, had some brunch. Yep. With the, the, the Halos, and uh, it was quite a win. So, John, what I'm going to need from you is I just watched it on Twitter as I was in meetings and stuff. So I was kind yeah. of – I was about 80% paying attention to the meeting and yeah. about 20% paying attention to the, <laughs> the Halos. So don't tell anybody. But I'm going to need you to give me the sights and the sounds and the feelings and the emotions because Twitter just doesn't do that for you. Even game day. Game day is terrible, by the way, because <laughs> it, it tells you – outs or hit and it's in play but like you have to wait and the anticipation right. just kills me so you're like dragging the screen reload, yes reload, I, re- reload. refresh 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 right <laughs> so i'm gonna need you to, to talk about the game give me the the feelings the emotions tell me about shohei otani what did you see what did you feel how did he perform because i saw the stats yeah but i'm sure it was pretty remarkable to watch yesterday was all about shohei otani because it was his first time pitching at fenway and this is a great uh, tweet from LA Angels PR. Said Shohei Otani is the first pitcher to bat in the top four spots in a game at Fenway Park since guess who? Babe Ruth. Oh, some guy named Babe Ruth. <laughs> September twentieth, nineteen nineteen. So this, of course, was one of those momentous occasions where Shohei is making more history and getting that great comparison to Babe Ruth. They had a great graphic of of some of their stats, their comparable stats, and I think Shohei outnumbered Babe's home runs two to one or something like that. And so, unreal, yeah, it was incredible, incredible. Of course, Babe Ruth had a lot more starts because the guys started more often back then, right? Uh, but but Shohei had way more strikeouts because there was a lot more pitching to contact back then as well. So that was a yeah. that was the story of the day on Thursday was just the momentous occasion it was for Shohei to be at Fenway starting and hitting, which was really cool. Uh, another pregame note was that Trout was not in this lineup. And so oh, okay. I would say probably by the third or fourth inning, as Rich Hill was cruising at the ripe age of 42, cruising <laughs> through our Angels offense, man. That's a good age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you're right. You're 42. Man, he's turning into Jamie Moyer out there. He's going to pitch forever, dude. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he was, Jamie Moyer was the last one to go forever, and, and I think Rich Hill is going to do the same thing. But he was cruising, 
And before the offensive explosion toward the end of the game, it was like, why isn't Trout in this lineup? Why uh, is he getting a day off today? Yeah, <laughs> like just frustrating. Yeah, it was frustrating at the beginning of the game, but that's all certainly turned around. One more pregame note, and that is having to do with today's game. And we're still waiting on confirmation, but Jonathan Diaz, who you and I are a fan of, yeah. uh, is in AAA. He was scheduled to start on Thursday, but he got pulled from that start. So it is possible that by the time this episode releases, they've announced who's starting against the Nationals on Friday, but it's highly likely it could be Jonathan Diaz coming up oh, that'd be great. and starting. So that would be uh, interesting to see because the last time we saw him, he did really well against the Mariners, as we yeah. talked about before. So yeah. so to begin, Otani is just cruising through this order and striking out guys. And in fact, the first inning was interesting because he got three strikeouts and a ground out because oh, okay. the K got away from Stassi, and so ah. uh, Rafi Devers was able to get to first on that. So Shohei had a four-out inning, and we were all kind of hoping he would get a four-strikeout inning, but that yeah. didn't happen. He grounded out. Yeah. Uh, but he's, he's throwing gas. He's hitting 100 miles an hour by, like, the sixth or the seventh inning. Wow. And just cru- or I should say the fifth inning. He's hitting 100 miles an hour. Okay. It looked like one of those games where the Angels' offense was not going to come through, but they certainly did toward the end and, and one more thing was Andrew Velasquez saving a run from scoring in the fifth inning that guy had there was a runner on third and squid totally reached out for it and it would have gotten any by anybody else and of course we see more Andrew Velasquez defense out there and so he saved the run from coming home and so that was pretty cool to see that's great so I saw this stat that Shohei had 99 pitches 81 of them were strikes <laughs> so in this game, compared to his last start, did you, as you were watching it, did you see him a bit more focused? What was different about this Shohei versus last start Shohei? You started saying Shohei had 99 pitches, but I was going to say, but a walk ain't one or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> okay, Jay-Z. <laughs> it had to be done. This is the danger it. of doing a podcast with your brother, right? <laughs> Yeah, man, he was cruising, and what he was doing was he was making use of the speed differences in his pitches, going from okay. a 98-mile-an-hour fastball to an 87-mile-an-hour slider. Wow. And even even his splitter, which he didn't locate very well a lot of the times, was, was getting swings and misses. In fact, Shohei had 29 swings and misses on his pitches today, Dang. which is the highest in MLB from a starter this season. In fact, there was a great tweet from Sarah Langs. uh, Give her a a follow on Twitter. But uh, she had the most swings and misses in a game for the Angels in the pitch tracking era since 2008. Last year's pitching performance from Patrick Sandoval, he had 32 swings and misses. We all remember that. Yeah. Today, Shohei with 29. Last year, Shohei with 26. Back to his first year, Shohei had 25 Shoemaker had 25 one year, and then all the way back in 2010, our boy Jared Weaver, there's your Weaver re- reference this time, <laughs> you got it uh, in. 25 <laughs> swings and misses back awesome. in May of 2010. So Shohei was just dealing, throwing gas, throwing the off-speed well, and his final line was seven innings, six hits, 11 Ks, no runs, and get this, Mike, this is something you and I talk about all the time, Yeah, no walks. Wow. No walks through any of his performance. He seems to Thursday. be when he's not walking batters, that's an indication that you better watch out yeah, because he just game. seems to be on <laughs> it, right? One more one more note that I'd love to know about. Something's something's shifted in Jared Jared Walsh. After that yeah. at bat in the ninth inning a couple of nights ago where he tied the game, like 
something shifted in him, and he had a really great game yesterday. He did, yeah. He got four RBIs in that game off of a two-run home run, which wrapped around the Pesky's pole, which is exactly what Shohei did last year. Yeah. And then he had kind of an inside-out swing on an opposite field single that brought home two runs. He's got eight RBIs over those last two games. That a boy. That's that's half of his total RBIs this yeah. season. So yeah. all-star Jared Walsh is coming back, and he's coming back strong. Fletch got a RBI with the bases loaded. RB, uh, a RBI for Rendon, a ground out uh, with the bases loaded. So that just they just kept piling on, and then Shohei smacked one off the Green Monster. And what was great about that was you know how they have the uh, the cards in the Green Monster because it's like yes. it's like old school. So they yeah. slot in the numbers, the the physical cards for the numbers. Shohei hit the Green Monster so hard that his seventeen fell <laughs> it smacked <laughs> the wall and it just fell straight down and it was Dang. hilarious Dang. so that that was great and so yeah he went seven innings and the angels were up seven mike myers came in in a low leverage situation which we talk about is good for him yeah and then uh rendon made a great catch over the dugout wall and a pop-up so myers got two pop-ups and a strikeout he came back in in the ninth but before that brandon marsh finally came around and he had already uh, had a hit earlier in the game and and got on base and was one of the runs driven in. But Marsh also got a solo shot oh, to good. right field yeah, he was over struggling. the bullpen. And he, yeah, he's been struggling, so he came through. Yeah. So that made it eight to nothing. So Myers came back in, finished up the game, and it was smooth sailing from there. So Love that it. was great to see all the way around. A very complete game from all of the players. Love it. Hey, you, you know, you made me feel like I was there. I felt the feelings, the emotions, the sights <laughs> and the sounds. So great job. And and for those of you that obviously you can't see this, but those of you that are uh, watching or listening to the pod, we have notes for what happened. And John, you took very good notes. I would have done so much better in high school if we went to high school together because you That's took right. great, great notes. So high five. Great there job. We go. <laughs> Coming up on Locked On Angels, John and I will give you our keys for a winning weekend series against the Nationals. But first, Locked On Angels is brought to you by Built Bar. It's a low-calorie, high-protein bar. It's good for replacing candy bars. And the good news is you don't have to feel bad about eating one because they're better tasting than candy bars and they're better for you. Typical candy bar can be anywhere between two to 300 calories, but most Built Bars, 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. At Built Bar, they're all about taste. They make it taste delicious first, and then they figure out how to make it healthy, which we really appreciate. Built Bar flavors include mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and all new for the month of May, white chocolate cookies and cream. I'm hungry, mm. and so I'm going to have to grab one of these. They are <laughs> delicious, and new flavors coming out all the time. And they also have puffs. It's one of the best-tasting Built Bars. The puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy and marshmallowy. They are delicious. And they're not just a protein bar. They're really a treat. They're covered in 100% real chocolate puffs are a fan fav- fan favorite and they have a lot of great flavors as well there's cinnamon churro and coconut marshmallow and banana cream pie and if you can't decide between the bars or the puffs you can try the mix box mm-hmm. john's father-in-law got the mix box yeah, and he has he sent you one yet john he should because that's what father-in-law <laughs> should do uh, should. you can get 12 flavors in the mix box mix box and it could be bars or it could be puffs so go to build.com use the promo code lock 15 get 15 percent off your order use the promo code lock 15 get 15 percent off your order at built.com get yourself a built bar today and locked on angels is brought to you by blue nile now we all know that mother's day is sunday so this is very important pay attention children (laughs) out there (laughs) 
are you looking for a gift for that special someone in your life? Blue Nile is here to help you. BlueNile.com is the original online jeweler. Since 1999, they've helped, Michael, millions and millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. Blue Nile is committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry. And they have a diamond price guarantee. So contact Blue Nile to compare a competitor's diamond against one of theirs. And in most cases, they can meet or beat that price. And if it's not perfect, no problem. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. And if you need your special purchase fast, in most cases, Blue Nile can deliver overnight. Now, whether you're you're in a relationship and you're looking to get that special someone in your life a gift, or like I said, it's Mother's Day on Sunday, You want to give mom or the mother of your kids something she'll treasure forever? Well, you can do that with the fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. Locked on Angels listeners get $50 off a $500 purchase. This is a podcast exclusive, only good through Mother's Day. It's just for fans of Mike Trout and Shohei Otani and the Angels (laughs) and fans like you. Use the code LOCKEDON at checkout, plus every order is insured ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. So, drop stress-free with guaranteed free shipping and returns. Find your forever peace at BlueNile.com today. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. And now for your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. You get recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts, taking fans through the season like no other network, and it's free, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Mike, so like I said earlier, the Angels are headed back to Anaheim. We're very excited to have them home off of that difficult road trip. Yeah. So it got us thinking about what's the best seat in the house? Oh, heck yeah. So we had a few questions. What's the best food, the best entrance? What do I need to see when I get there? What's the best way to get there? So we've got you covered. If you're going to the game this weekend and getting yourself that Rendon t-shirt tonight. Uh, looking, oh, that's right. That, that yeah. one's looking really cool. I think I might still try to get tickets for that game. You're going to sneak sure in. Yet. I'm going to sneak in. <laughs> so we want to share our fan knowledge, our own experience. So Mike, take us through some of these questions. What's the best seat in the house. Okay, I I have to say I I got spoiled by some friends earlier this <laughs> season. We got seats in the new Diamond Club area, oh, and I'm yeah. not just talking about the Diamond Club, but I'm talking about like there's this new area where there are four seats together, yeah. and there's a table in front of you. And here's the best part: you don't have to sit by anybody that you don't know. Like you get to sit <laughs> with your friends, and it was comfortable. They serve you food, and there was this buffet. And so it's just constantly, you buy the buffet and then it's just constant food. And then they go to the buffet and they stack your plate for you. So nice. I, I got spoiled. The Diamond Club seats are fantastic. Now, if and you're looking to- Why haven't you taken me yet? I, um, well, you know, you got the message. And so uh, <laughs> if you're looking to maybe save some some money, those those seats in right field or in left field are really, really good. In the Trout Farm, they're a whole lot of fun out there. Mm-hmm. And- and you're not going to have to spend too much money once you go out there. And really, there, there there's a good seat everywhere. You have a good yeah. view of the field. And so I would recommend the Diamond Club, the new Diamond Club seats, or somewhere in right or in left field. Yeah, I'm a fan of sitting along the third baseline, as close as the field as I can get. I yeah. love sitting down that way. Yeah. Um, I also like, I don't mind picking up some cheap seats on a Sunday afternoon and, and paying for those, but... 
usually people kind of move around anyway. And so if you want to move to the shade, you can kind of do that as well. Um, I like sitting below the scoreboard where the, uh, I think it's the, the Budweiser patio is. Yeah. And then there's uh, that great food section behind there. You can get some OG's pizza behind the scoreboard. You can get some drinks behind the scoreboard. So that's one of my favorite places to sit. What's the best food item that you have had at Angel Stadium? I love the nachos in the hat. The helmet they're, nachos. They're my favorite. The helmet nachos yeah. are my favorite. Now, I'm going to go bougie on you again. The The Diamond Club food is strong. I just want oh, you to know. Okay. The club okay, level Diamond food. Club. Yes, the club level food. <laughs> shut up. The club level food is really good as well, but uh, the, the nachos in the helmet are good, and the chicken place is actually really mm-hmm. tasty. So there's a chicken place that's in left field that you can get chicken there. And then there's also a really good place, like as you're walking towards right field and they have all sorts of really good food in that place. So when you get there, give yourself enough time. Like you're supposed to get there at least an hour before, right? So that you can get sure. in and you can walk around, walk around. There's a lot of really good food items on that 100 and 200 levels. So when you get there, check it out. But I would recommend the chicken place or I would recommend some nachos. I love that. I love that. Yeah. The helmet nachos are a staple, of course. Yes. Now I- I'm going to be a little bit silly here because one of my favorite things to get at Angel Stadium is their soft serve waffle cones. Oh, I know about this. And, <laughs> and the funniest thing in the world, the best the best one, I think, is the vanilla cone. Yeah. And that sounds plain and boring and simple. Right. It's delicious. You and are I, 12 I years can't, old. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot pass up getting a vanilla waffle cone when I go to Angel Stadium. And, and the best part about watching John eat the, the vanilla cone is that he gets it all over his mustache and all over his face. <laughs> like, nothing changes. He's still 12. That's what I mean. He's still 12. I'm just trying to save napkins, you know, until I'm <laughs> yeah. done. I'm not you hate the environment. The Come process. on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we better move on before yeah. I get in trouble here. Okay, yeah. the best... The best entrance to the stadium. If you're going for the first time, I, I think if you're going for the first time, you got to go through the hats, right? Like that's the best, yeah. the best entrance. So it's right there at home plate. Uh, one of the one of the better entrances is if you go on either left field or right field. Most people aren't lined up to go there, so uh, mm-hmm. doesn't matter where your seats are because you'll be able to have access to your seats anywhere you go. But sure, I would recommend if you're trying to if you're in a hurry, go to left field or right field. But if you want the full experience, you got to go under the hats because Bally Sports is there. You get to see the whole setup underneath there plus there's a whole diamond under there and and it's just a cool environment with the banners and everything out front absolutely and of course you got to go and see uh some of the features of the stadium right so where would you recommend fans going for the first time to see some of the the trophy cases and things like that yeah behind home plate got to see the world series trophy got to see the darren erstad memorabilia and then there's this new otani mural that you got to go and take a selfie in front of for the instagram right like you have to do that it's for the gram and you got to you have to put a filter on it right this is what my daughter's taught me so uh go see the otani mural that's one of the best things about angel stadium right now and then up on the uh i believe it's the club level the second second or third section there's the new trophy case where they have the MVP stuff for yes. Trout and Otani. That's incredible. Uh, there's some game use stuff up there, and it's just really great. You got to get up there and check that out. Okay, yeah. this one, I need you to be dad, full dad mode. And I have some thoughts on this too because I'm coming from a different direction. Okay. But you tell me what's the best way 
to get there. If you're, you know, if you're coming from the east, I usually like to take the 60 to the 57 because yes. the 57 is the main the main freeway in front of Angel Stadium. That's the quickest because it does have a carpool lane. So if you're driving with somebody, you can do carpool lane all the way through. The five freeway actually probably gives you the best access from wherever you're coming from. If you're new to this area, if you're new to getting to Angel Stadium, if you can at all costs, avoid the 91 unless you have the <laughs> the fast track right. tracker. If you have that, which my friends did, and we got to the Angel Stadium in like 45 minutes, which they're the awesome. ones who sent you to the Diamond Club. They, they are the, the, the bougie friends. Too? Yes, yes, oh my and gosh. and they are. I'm, I know I'm pretty privileged with friends. How do I right? get to be friends with them? <laughs> uh, they hate you, um, oh. and so. <laughs> <laughs> but if you can't avoid the 91, then I would recommend that and, and look to maybe take the five or the 60 and, and to get to the 57. Where, where do you go when you're coming from your house? So I'm coming from Pasadena. So the East LA area. So if you're out this way, I know that it might be tempting to just get on the 110 to the five and take the five all the way up to the stadium. But the five is so dang busy yeah. during the day. So Kind of the trick is, I know that the 210 is busy during the day, but if you can get from the 210 to the 605, Ah, there's usually not that many people on the 605, and you can carpool on there. You can take that to the 60, then you can get on the 57 and take that all the way to Angel Stadium. And I like to get off at Orangewood uh, when I go to the stadium because it seems like that's usually a little bit easier than trying to navigate through town. You just get right there off the freeway. Now, I will say, as you leave the ballpark, Something I figured out recently, if you kind of wait around as you have to, you're going to either wait in line or just wait in your car. I have found that if you try to exit by the big A, that's always the best way okay. to get out of there. It seems like a short a short distance to the freeway from there, and everybody's trying to go out the main way. Yeah. And if you can get over there, that's always a good place to go. So Good call. Hopefully, hopefully Mike and I have given you a little bit of insight as the Angels come home and you're headed out there this weekend. If you have any thoughts or food thoughts or travel thoughts for us, be sure to share those with us on Twitter or Instagram or give us a call on our voicemail but uh, yeah, if you're going out there this weekend, we want you to have a good time yeah. this weekend. So, yeah. Uh, and get us a win. Get us one of those in-person <laughs> wins. Heck right? yeah. This episode of Locked On Angels is brought to you by Bet Online. Check out betonline.net. It's your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and Major League Baseball stats. That's what we're talking about, and that's what we want to know about. So check out check out Bet Online. It's your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about trends and actions. Bet Online where the game starts. All right, last segment for the week. Here we go. It's already Friday. Here we go. (laughs) Looking forward to the weekend. Now, naturally, we like to give our keys to the weekend, a la Mark Gubiza, who uh, I, I heard today, or I think it was yesterday on the broadcast, he said he'll be back for the Rays series. So sounds like he's doing well and recovering, and so he won't be there this weekend, but we wish him well. And we love sharing our own keys to the weekend and our own song. So, Mike, what do you have for us to start us out for this series against the Nationals? What song did you pick? I picked Light 'em Up by Fall Out Boy. Ah, you know, the Light 'em up, 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 I'm fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it used to be that used to be part of the intro video, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think they've played at Angel Stadium before. And so the reason why I picked it is because this frenzied hitting, this 
hitting that just like comes in bunches, if it comes at the right time, it's really been helpful. And so mm-hmm. I want them to continue to do that. Like let's light up the rock pile with fire because we're hitting home runs. Let's light up the bases. Let's go to first and third. Let's steal some bags and yeah. let's light up the halo. And I think <laughs> this is a weekend where we can get three wins against the Nats because they're struggling and we've always struggled against the teams that are struggling. I think this is the weekend where we need to light it up and we need to take this team and add three wins to our total. What's your song, John? Well, you know, I love my cheesy jams. Here we go. uh, (laughs) This, this, this week I picked everyone's a winner by hot chocolate. Nice. Everyone's a winner, baby. That's no lie. That's no lie. Uh, That was good. (laughs) You can always count on me. Uh, I picked that one because everyone needs to be a winner this weekend. Yep. That goes for the starting pitching to the bullpen. And then I want to see more contributions up and down the lineup. It's been great to see, of course, Taylor Ward have a great week. Jared Walsh looks like he's returning to form. And we need a little bit more consistency through the one through nine. So I hope that we'll put out our best lineups this weekend so that we don't take any chances against a team that we should be winning against yeah. he should be beating up on yeah and so i think that if everyone's going to be a winner this weekend it's going to be one through nine the hitters all contributing even guys like andrew velasquez i know that he is more of a defensive minded shortstop but he's got to get on base he's got to walk absolutely he's got to do what he needs to do uh, i hope that we see some more tyler wade i hope david fletcher can keep those balls on the ground he's he seems to be hitting them up in the air a lot and flying out that's not and his game either yeah it's not his game and he's he's every time he pulls he's actually getting hit so he needs to see more of that and of course our heavy hitters otani trout ward walsh rendon we need those guys to really come through and let's not wait until the seventh inning to get runs. Let's <laughs> score early and score often. That'll be better for our hearts and our mental health, right? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and with the pitching, we we really have had some tremendous pitching, even against tough teams. So I will say that everybody in this rotation is a winner. Everyone's a winner. Yeah. And then, of course, the bullpen. It seems like everybody's kind of figured out their role. Like we saw yesterday, Mike Myers came in in the eighth and the ninth and finished it because it was a low-leverage situation to help him get his head on straight. And so we saved, by putting in Myers, we've saved our strong arms for the bullpen this weekend. Yeah. So we'll see Rysel Iglesias and Aaron Loop, Ryan Tapera. Those guys have had plenty of time to recover from that Wednesday game and didn't have to come in in Thursdays. So hopefully we can make use of our strong bullpen this weekend. Everyone in that bullpen is a winner to me. Oliver Ortega has been strong, and and he's been giving us a couple some, a couple of innings too. So I think that we're going to have a great series against the Nationals. Mike, what do you think? Usually you ask me, what do you think will be the result of this weekend come Monday? I'm going to put on my reasonable cap. I'm going to say... At least two out of three. Okay. At least two out of three. Because I think yeah. the goal is always to win the series, win the right. series, win the series. And for all my Seinfeld fans out there, based upon what you just said, you're all winners! <laughs> <laughs> well done. Thank well you. Done. Now, if you want to be a, a winner and you want to continue your baseball conversation, what should be your next listen on the Locked On Podcast Network. Oh, of course. It's got to be Locked On MLB Podcast, hosted by Paul Francis Sullivan. And he likes to be called Soli. Please he brings, call him Soli. He brings <laughs> his unique perspective of major leagues past and present. And his podcast is free and available wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Give us a follow at Locked On Angels. And of course, you can connect with Mike and I on Twitter and Instagram at Super Halo Bros. And if you want to watch us on YouTube, you can search Locked On Angels in the search bar and be sure to subscribe, ring that bell. Mike, what do we have on deck for Monday? We're going to open up that voicemail bag and we're going to answer uh-huh. all your angel baseball questions. And so you can give us a call, 714-409-6396. And the number will be in the description as well. You can also ask questions on Twitter, Instagram, at Super Halo Bros on Instagram. And if you're watching this on YouTube, put your questions in the comments below we would love to help answer those questions and help you to grow your angel knowledge about your favorite team have a great weekend my name is john and that's my brother mike and my name is mike and that's my brother john all right we'll see you right here hopefully with a winning series this weekend let's go you're all winners